0: We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet.
1: Hey, welcome to the Swap Moto Podcast presented by Fly Racing. I'm Don Maeta, and I'm joined by John Anderson of WUSA on the line. Um, Man, through my 30-plus year career in the motocross industry, I've made some great friends. And John Anderson is certainly one of them, one of the best guys in the industry that I know. And uh, he has a big-ass race going on this weekend for the vets. So, man... (laughs) I'm really bummed I'm gonna be missing it, but I'm gonna be in Georgia at the uh, Mini Major East, which is uh, our mini bikes only race at Silver Dollar MX in Reynolds, Georgia. But, but John, how are uh, things shaping up for the uh, the WUSA Vet World Championships this weekend at Glen Helen?
2: Well, well, thanks for having me on, Don. And first, I would, you know, thank you for the kind words and. And I, too, have known you for a long time and and, uh, uh, many, many different uh, magazines that you've been with. And now, of (laughs) course, with Swap Moto Live and you and your team are doing a great job. So uh, I always enjoy listening and reading your stuff. So, uh, yeah, so thanks for having me on. But everything's going well, man. Um, Things looks like the weather's going to be good and and based off the feedback we're getting and emails and on social media and stuff. It looks like it's, it's playing out to be a, another great vet race. So mm-hmm. we're excited for it, man.
1: You know, it's funny. I've done, I've done many of them ever since I turned 30 and <laughs> 22 years ago, but, uh, <laughs> it, it's good to crack up, man. It, it's literally like the race of the year for, for older guys that ride dirt bikes. And there's, there's guys who I know are, who are in their late twenties are looking forward to becoming a vet. And, uh, You know, it's just something about vet motocross. You know, it's a lot of camaraderie and shit talking and, and just good times. And everybody's out to be competitive, but remain safe because we all have to go to work on Monday.
2: And that's exactly right. Um, that's one thing that, you know, we took the race over, I guess, you know, um, uh, Kristen, my wife's, uh, late father, uh, actually it's crazy, but it's three years ago today wow. that Tom passed three away. Yeah. And, uh, he started this race, you know, 36 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so here we are. Right. So, and when we took it over about seven years ago and it became the W world bet, you know, motocross championships, that's one thing that we always, and Tom was real big on that is to everybody to come out, have a good time, um but really be safe and and stuff happens as you know you guys put on races and unfortunately it's motocross it's dirt Mm -hmm. bikes things happen but you know we we like to think that at the end of the weekend on Sunday you know everybody comes by and people have had a good time and you know maybe they're sore but maybe they're sore because they had a great couple of days of racing and it is Glen Helen it gets rough and and I think that's what attracts some people to that race you know and, and and all but but that's it. We want everybody to be safe, but have a good time. A lot of great memories, laughs. And, um, and so that's why we continue to do it. And, and, and also to honor Tom's memory. That's yeah. quite honestly, that's really why we still, we still participate and we do it. So,
1: man, yeah. I can't believe it's been three years. That...
2: I know it's crazy, right? Kristen yeah. and I were just talking about it and it's like, it just, it just seems, it doesn't seem that long ago, but it, yeah, three years ago today, man, we lost him and. I know you were very close to Tom and and have some special memories with them, but we we too, you know, we miss them yeah. a lot.
1: I you know, say, you yeah. know well, there's many reasons I'm sad about transroll motocross folding. Um, one of one of them uh, is I lost my email, right? So I lost my transrolled motocross dot net email account. Mm-hmm. So I yep. lost the emails that I always had saved from Tom. <laughs> he has, it was really cool. He used to email me once in a while, you know, probably yep. a couple of times a year, but it would always start off with some smack talking and then it would go into, you know, he would compliment something that I had written or videoed or, or, you know, edited together that, that caught his eye and he liked, but it was, it was always really apparent that he followed everything I did at Transworld Motocross with the magazine. And the website, but uh, he would always start off by saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I wear an orange helmet <laughs> with the NXA guys <laughs> or whatever." But, yeah, uh, yeah. Man, I sure have some great memories of that guy.
2: Well, I'll tell you, and I feel like we could we could talk for an hour about stories about Tom and whatnot. But I will say this: that I, I remember uh, towards the end of of, of of his life, you know, um, one of the things that he he used to always talk about um was you had him come out
1: and he got to
2: ride zach osborne's bike yeah and i gotta tell you man i mean tom was like a dad to me and and he really was and and i remember when he would speak about that he just thought that was the coolest freaking thing ever <laughs> that he got to do that and and i know you did a video with him that's a pretty powerful video and and all that. And I don't know if that's still out there. It probably is somewhere, but anyway, that was, that was a a great memory. And I think that's something that, um, you know, he really appreciated not only your friendship. Um, and, uh, but, 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 you know, you, you allowed him to do that. You set it (laughs) up and he was stoked, man. So I know the family will forever be grateful that 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 was a great memory and you know, you helped make that happen. So it was cool.
1: Good time on that. You know, sure. uh, one of the last conversations I actually had with him that I know people don't believe I had was like, you know, we had started, we obviously had the, the, the Trans O motocross race series. And we had two or three flagship events. One was the, the Slam Festival. Uh, another was the Mini Major. And then the third was the Trans Am, which we kind of started to try to do as like a high level amateur national. Um, mm-hmm. And it never really took off. So I was like, hey, why don't we make it an all vet race? Because the vet racing is so popular at our series. Um, but that day that he gave me the tour of the, of the museum, I mentioned it to him and we talked about it. And I said, hey, I want to make sure that you know we're not trying to step on your toes of the world of vets. We're going to hold on the opposite end of the year. And then he's all, hey, yeah. man, more races for vets, the better. Do it. You know, yeah. so. Uh, you know we transferred our uh, we transformed our trans am into a vet national and uh while it certainly has not gained the prestige of the w world vets it's been pretty well received and i'll tell you man it, it's it's so fun racing against guys that you know you know that you're always at the track with anyway and yep. uh it's just a good time
2: i i think one of the things about the vet race too that that it- typically in a normal year and obviously this isn't a normal year unfortunately (laughs) but is it the the international participation um because there's you know what's the number like 15 different countries typically will come or represented and they you know people make it a a vacation right Mm -hmm. so a lot of the even a lot of the um the motocross camps and vacations and whatnot you know they'll this is the time of year. usually they'll rent out a lot of bikes and whatnot it you know it, it it's probably going to look a little bit different as far as that goes because mm-hmm. of the international travel being what it is right now. But yeah. but um,
1: but man, normally there's like uh, there's people from all around the world at that race. I mean, in, in, oh, you you even sure. have a vet motocross in nations, right?
2: Yeah, that's right. This this will be the second year uh, that, that that's that's gone on, and heck, this is the second year on Friday. Um, is is the w world vintage motocross championship so you know a lot of guys in our age category well our age let's say 30 and over right yeah um they have vintage bikes so if they're coming out there's people still coming from all over the country if they're coming out and going to make it a and, and you know right i mean i've seen the entries for your events for swap moto live series and stuff like Dude, they're huge numbers right now. And I think people just want to ride their dirt bikes. And it's like, man, if I'm coming out there, it's Glen Helen. There's not a lot of big events these days right now at Glen Helen. Then if I have a vintage bike and I can ride a little bit on Friday, then so be it, right? So there's a a world vintage race on Friday. And then, of course, you know you can ride Saturday. And and then, of course, Sunday is Mm -hmm. the, the... the the say the the big day if you will. Yeah. Saturday is for like if you're if you got some younger kids or younger, you know, folks in the family, you know, you, classes, you can write a yeah, you can write yeah. like a plus twenty five class on Saturday, right? right? So but Sunday is typical. that's kind of the big day. That's when when everybody's out and, and it's full force. So um yeah, it's it's shaping up to be and again the weather's gonna be really good. It's been hot lately as you know, but Shoot, I, weekend, I think this weekend's going to be, yeah. yeah, like mid-60s, I think. So oh. it's, it's going to be perfect hey, weather. If
1: there happens to be cloud cover, look out, because that <laughs> track is going to be amazing, I think. So how, how, are, yeah. uh, how are pre-entries so far? And you can still sign up right now and at the race day, right?
2: Yeah, of course, for sure, yeah. So, uh, you know, in talking to Lori, she's the general manager at Glen Helen, you know, the pre-entries are going really well. And, and, and there's always been in the past some – Maybe a conflicting race, you know, that's going on, and I think she was able to work that out. You know, um, maybe cross town, and so there shouldn't be too many things that are, um, say, distracting or or people are having to choose, if mm-hmm. you will. So the pre-entries are good again. You know, the international participation will will probably not be what it was, but it's still going to be a great turnout. And and um, this year, the, uh, uh, the 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 family and Glen Helen. Um, they've decided uh, to award uh, Rex Staten with the uh, Edison Dye Lifetime Achievement Award. So it'll mm. be a special ceremony for Rocket Rex this year. <laughs> so that'll be pretty cool. Is the and, trophy um, going
1: to be green and purple?
2: Because that's, that's <laughs> I what know. I
1: think of when I think of Rex Staten, because I remember him in the, yeah. the CMC yeah. days. He always had a Kawasaki that was a lot of purple on
2: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think they'll, they'll have, you know, obviously you've been down the Glen Helen Walker fame yep. there and they'll, they'll have a stone and, uh, and engraved with his name and all that. And, and so, yeah, it should be cool. I think that I think it'll be a, a neat thing for Rex. And I, I know a lot of his friends and uh, a lot of people really were pushing to see him get that. So that was the choice this year. So
1: should yeah, be good, that's, man. That's awesome. You know, this weekend yeah. at, uh, we had our last race of the, uh, the Terra Firma series this weekend at State Fair MX, uh-huh. and uh, I met some guys from Hawaii who come over every year, and uh, they rent bikes from Kurt Nicole, and yep. they come just for the Vet Worlds, but they come a week early and ride and hang out, but they, they came and they wanted to check out our race series, but it was pretty cool. They came with, oh man, Don Maeda, what's up? We wanted to check out your race series, and we're here for the... The world vets next week and i mean that's rad dude guys from hawaii plan their year week vacation around your race
2: well i it is really cool actually and and, and too when you think about it going back to people just want to get out they don't want to be stuck in the house and if they're going to do it then typically the weather you know this time of the year in southern california is good I mean there's all kinds of tracks obviously right don in southern california they can ride leading up to this and then while they're here they can they can make some stops they can go by the chaparrels or 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 any of the dealerships or pro circuit or whatever right a lot mm-hmm. of people do that and um, heck we even get an occasional um somebody just walk in here to w mm-hmm. and it's like oh they just want to come by so it's like oh really cool man so you know, um, we really appreciate everybody supporting the event, and and um, we're looking forward to it for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. So entries are on uh, Glen Helen Raceway.com, correct?
2: Yeah, that's right. You can go on their website. There's a link for events, and it'll take you and give you all the the, the information about the World Vet Cup of Nations, the vintage Race, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. We even have a link on our website as well. But uh, your best bets probably just go to Glen Helen dot uh, com and then just go to their events and there's a drop down for the world that mx and mm-hmm. then just click on that and it'll tell you everything you need to know and if you don't see it you can uh there's a thing on there for questions that you can hit them up and ask them and they're pretty good about getting back to you on that as well
1: nice you know glenn helen is so demanding and rough i can't imagine tackling on a vintage bike
2: <laughs> i know right i i think that Uh, You know, Jody, Jody Weisel from MXA still lays out the track and, and uh, I think he does try and and, 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 uh, I'll say the word cater, but he is conscious of the fact that, you know, um, maybe for some parts of the track, they'll try and keep it. I mean, who would want to ride a vintage bike on Glen Helen in the afternoon on a Sunday, right? Probably nobody. So um, um, I think he is conscious of that. And I know the guy gets a, 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 a kind of a bad rap sometimes or has in the past about at the national with some of the the, the track layout and whatnot. Um, but I think he's a big big fan of the race, big supporter of the race, as is MXA as well. And, mm-hmm. and so, um, a lot of orange helmets yeah. of that race.
1: A lot of orange helmets for you know, sure. You notice and, all uh, the all the yeah. orange helmets are migrating into the sixty and seventy year old classes though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, no one's getting any younger, right, man? <laughs> so, uh, uh, but what's funny is you still have the, the, I won't, we can call them a young gun, but you still have the, 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 the oh, like the Daryl Eklunds and the, and the Stapletons simple, and yeah. stuff like that. Right. So yeah. they're, they still go fast and stuff. And yet, you know, I think that the, the, the pumpkin helmet guys are, I think that's just more of the durability guys, if you will, that just are going to ride your average guy that races every weekend. You know they're not the fastest, and I don't think they claim to be. But they're just the guys that just want to go out and ride every single weekend at REM, yeah. or at least when they run, right? So yeah. I think that's it. But yeah, so it's it, it'll be cool. All those guys come out, and and uh heck, I'm hoping to even you know be able to throw a leg over over the bike as well this weekend. We'll see. Got to work some stuff out, and obviously got to go to work. It, but I'm hoping to be able to do a little riding myself. So it should be good.
1: Awesome. Hey guys, this is Justin Cooper of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha Team. BC Fit Meals has been a huge tool in my success in keeping me healthy, energetic, and recovering the best possible way I can. All of their meals are delicious, ready to eat, and take the guesswork out of eating right. Visit their site at bcfitmeals.com and sign yourself up today. What's up? This is Justin Barsha of the Monster Energy Yamaha Team and I trust the Rye Helmet. I know that every helmet is handcrafted in Japan, and that the people who work at Arai are obsessed with building really the best helmet they can possibly can. Staying safe is a priority for me, and this is why I choose Arai Helmets.
0: Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails and the local area on my Intense Primer, and the thing's badass. How good it is going up the hill! It's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble, and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, all their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So, yeah, you're ready to get serious about training on a cross-country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails. Or if you want to go a bit further, uh, longer, and faster, they they just brought out a new Taser e-bike, which is uh, yeah, everyone's given a double thumbs up on. So head down to your local Intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at IntenseCycles.com, check it out guys. What's
2: up, this is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling, and whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy's Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order.
1: Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town, Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop.
0: Hey, what's up guys?
1: Malcolm Stewart. Works Connection has been building the best aluminum parts in the motocross for the last 30 years. From the awesome Pro Launch Start device and their original adjustable clutch perch assemblies, I am proud to use it on my Moto Concept Honda. Check them out at worksconnection.com.
0: What's up Swap Moto fans? Yeah. Toyota Vescondito Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the Action Sports Special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more.
1: Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Pawn, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled
0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films.
1: Temecula T-Shirt Printers handles all of my merch needs, and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team T-Shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at
0: TemeculaT-ShirtPrinters.com.
1: Hey, uh, John, let's, uh, let's talk about W a little bit. So W is the source for everything wheel related um i mean man teams but i mean i think the biggest testament for you is that anytime a high high level rider finds himself without a factory ride and has to build his own effort he calls w right because he has to get these <laughs> strong high quality wheels that are built well that are not going to fail right it's funny because they call w and they call twisted development for engine work but i mean for it, sure but man, I mean, how did you get into the niche of wheels and everything wheel related? Well,
2: you know, I mean, this uh, the story of W goes back, you know, many many years. My wife and I both worked at White Brothers, Kristen's father's company, and and, and believe it or not, Don. Wait,
1: um, did you work there next, before you dated Kristen?
2: I did way before. Oh, Everybody dude, how, likes to joke how me about gnarly marrying was that? the bosses. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was gnarly. It was a. It was a great great learning it was i i loved working there to be quite honest with you and um you know and i've told people this too like if white brothers was still around i feel like i'd still be working there
1: mm-hmm.
2: i mean a lot of there's still a lot of great people in this industry uh i'm not speaking of myself but i'm just speaking of good good honest hard working people that are still in the industry that that came from there mm-hmm. and so um yeah so we, we uh, next April, W will have been in existence for 10 years if you can believe that, right mm. and, and even back in the day when I worked at White Brothers and ran our racing department, we, we did wheels on our on our four strokes with you remember Spud Walters, Spud Walter, Doug yeah. Dubach and all that mm-hmm. and when, in fact, you know White Brothers was the first company to bring in talent hubs into the US. And then when the opportunity came up for Chris and I to start our own company, it was just good timing, I guess, even though we started the company in a recession, Um, but Talon was looking for a new importer and, and they knew us from there from the white brother era and they gave us a shot. And we've been very fortunate. Um, Very, very lucky with the support of a lot of, a lot of good friends uh, in the industry, media, uh, race teams, just, you know, it's all about relationships, right, Don? I mm-hmm. mean, that's why you can walk up to anybody and talk to them, and, and they don't look at you like you're a stranger, and it's just, it's relationships, and we were very fortunate that way, and and we started a wheel company, man, and, and then, you know, it started with Talon, and, and then now we're also importing uh, Kite, made mm-hmm. in Italy, and then the latest one that we're bringing in is the Han Hubs, made mm-hmm. in the Netherlands, another quality product, so answer your question yeah i mean we are fortunate i think that a lot of the current race teams do use one of those three right that yeah. i just mentioned uh the ones that aren't available like what factory cowie factory honda use uh, those are factory hubs from japan mm-hmm. but but the consumer can't buy those but but at the same time i mean the ones that, that, that some of the teams run like star racing and factory ktm and tld gas gas now mm-hmm. those are all hubs rockstar husky rocky mountain uh ktm those are all hubs that we distribute those right yeah. so i think people kind of have an idea like that they know what's out there mechanics know team owners they know and and if it's something like that and they're they're professional riders right they 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 want good stuff and i we're very fortunate to be able to offer that to them and and, and try and help in, in the best way we can with sponsorship and, and and whatnot so th- yeah man that's that's w's we're even through this whole thing this whole thing i mean this virus and stuff and it was scary for a lot of people i, I know and i feel really bad for people that are in the service industry you know bars and restaurants mm. and stuff they've suffered um but i know you've talked about it on your shows in the power sports business like dealerships right. and yeah it's and it, it's crazy. There's no explanation for it. And I know our vendors ask, like, "Wow, you know, numbers are good. Do you do you for? Can you forecast this will be like this next year?" And we really can't. Mm-hmm. But um, but for now, we're just keeping the ball rolling and, and just just keep plugging away, man, and doing our thing. And and so um, you know, racing people have ordered their stuff. Obviously, they're going racing in Supercross next year people are the teams are getting their orders in so they're preparing for that new bottles are out like you you mentioned about doing your 450 shootout all the new models are out Mm -hmm. and and now with the new gas gas coming in as well um it's an exciting time so and 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 on top of that all the vintage stuff i mean it's all on our website what we do i don't sound like a big salesman here but it's all on our you know our our w website um wusa.com you can check it out but doesn't matter man racing weekend warrior dirt track flat you know flat track dirt track same thing right Supermoto, uh, minis um vintage um that that hooligan stuff all uh, oem rebuilds whatever we pretty much do it all these days mm-hmm. so um there's something for everybody and and we're we we appreciate people reaching out and see if we can help them
1: i think one of the the least publicized things that you do that's awesome is you can say you want your bike to look cooler right they bring you the stock wheel and you can disassemble it and uh do the coating on the hubs what is that called
2: cerakote Cerakote, yeah it was on the tip
1: of my tongue yeah the coating is so badass
2: it really is pretty cool actually right because you can take just a stock hub that looks like it's been at the bottom of the ocean <laughs> and you know we take it all apart being the bearings and seals and the axle tube and and then plug it all up and 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 then coat it and there's some really cool color i mean there's really thousands of colors
1: yeah
2: we don't typically you know put thousands of colors out there i think people know they either want black or magnesium which i know we've done with you there's a tungsten which is like gray mm-hmm. and there's like a, a burnt, br- not burnt bronze but a it's like a, almost like a light gold color and even silver. Anyway, point is that you, the hubs look brand new and then new spokes and nipples and new rim. And we do a lot, a lot of that mm-hmm. OEM rebuilds, both on modern bikes as well as on the vintage stuff. Um, we've even done stuff. I mean, one of the funnest projects I think we've ever done in the company is um, we did a bike that a guy sent in the wheels and the bike was 100 years old and what? this this was quite a project where the rims were actually painted mm-hmm. so we had to we, we we worked with a a friend who owns a paint and body shop and they had to do like body work if you will to mm-hmm. the rims and then actually paint them and everything and i remember that was a a labor of love is that the word they say because yeah. it, it took a while to get it done but you know i mean that's pretty cool right don i mean a hundred year old bike think of the stories that bike could tell you and and we were, you know, privileged and, and honored to, to that the, the guy would reach out to us and want us to do
1: the wheels, and we did. So you think MX? Cool. Did MXA test that bike? <laughs> <laughs> ah,
2: sorry. No, no, no. That, I think that one was a that, that was a showcase thing, right? I don't think that thing was being started or anything. Well, I thought just,
1: maybe I thought maybe Jody rode it when it was new. No,
2: no, no, <laughs> no. Um, sorry, I got. I'm sure, he's ridden, I'm sure yeah. he's ridden some old bikes for yeah. sure. Obviously, there's a lot of history there with Jody in the magazine and, 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 heck they still feature a lot of the bikes, um, that are still in the museum that, that, mm-hmm. that is still alive and well, if, if you will with Tom's museum. Right. So yeah, I'm so um,
1: stoked. I finally took that tour. It was a good time.
2: It's quite a special place, huh? Yeah. It's, um, it's still there. And we've only done a couple of events at the museum since Tom passed. Um, we had planned to do a couple this year, but then of course, again, with yeah. the virus thing coming, we, um, you know, we kind of just backed that down a little bit, but we did a couple last year and and everything kind of, I think it gets back to normal next year. We'll, we'll have that kick back up and do a couple more and share all those bikes of Tom's with, with, with people. So Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a great place to see for sure.
1: Okay. W the the name, is that derived from W from white? It
2: is. That's exactly where it, came from so because everybody knew well everybody it's like people always knew Kristen and i from w or i'm sorry from white brothers right because mm-hmm. we spent a good part of our lives there i mean Kristen started there when she was eight years old right just stuffing catalogs and and all that so she literally grew up there and and uh so yeah when we were trying to come up with our company it's like well what do we call it is it you know john and Kristen's j and k what do you call it and then i don't know if somehow or another we just it's like, well, everybody know you know, people always think of us from white brothers and, and then, and what, uh, maybe, you know, and obviously Tom was still alive and, but he had since obviously sold the company. It's like, well, W white, can't really use that, but W and then we just spelled it out. And, yeah and we've been, we've been pretty lucky. It seems to people like it. And then when they know the story, and, and maybe now with people listening to your show, they kind of go, oh that's where W came from. And, and, um, so yeah, it's in a way and right in, 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 Tom passed three years ago. So in a way it also now it kind of honors his legacy as well. Right. And Absolutely. everybody has a story about white brothers. Yeah. Um, in today's world, you know, that's a, that's a slippery slope there. Right. White brothers. Like, what do you mean, man? But <laughs> not as bad but, as um, white
1: power suspension.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, Man, back in the day, you remember we used to sell a ton of those T-shirts, and yeah. I think now if you put that on your website, you'd end up on the news somewhere, <laughs> and they find out where you live, it would burn your building down. Yeah. So, no, 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 it, it's that's where W comes from. It's just a play off the letter W from yeah. White and White Brothers. So that's mm-hmm. how we came up with the name, and and again, we've been pretty lucky that people seem to to think it's kind of cool. I guess right. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where it came from
1: cool you know what the coolest original product i think that you make is you know what i think it is right tire irons that tire iron you make is so (laughs) badass hey yeah hey okay so the best set of tire irons i ever had were these showa tire irons i don't think it had anything to do with show suspension but it was these old tire irons that show on it and i bought those at pasadena honda in 1986 when i worked there And I had them forever, and they were the best because you could pull a tire on and off, and it wouldn't scratch your rim, and it was easy to use, and it was just the right length. It wasn't one of those big, super long ones that end up busting your bead on your tire. But uh, I had those things forever, and then someone stole my toolbox uh, at the McDonald's outside of Glen Helen. And uh, I struggled to find something I liked. Like, even those... uh, you know, the tire spoons that everyone raves about from uh, yep. that other brand. But uh, when you're all, like, Hey, I, I made these things and I like got it. they 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 work so great, but even more, uh, more importantly, they have the, the big box end uh, wrench on it on the end for yeah your axles front and rear.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So whose, you know, idea, funny whose is,
1: idea was that? Did you, did you conjure I, those? up? No,
2: I, I, I'd like to say it was, it was me. I mean, I think we were looking to expand, you know, we, we always attend or have in the past attended some of the international shows, right? You've been to those. Mm-hmm. There's the Cologne and Milan and whatnot. And, and I think we were over there and, in and, and, I mean, there's cool stuff to see. I mean, not a lot of the, your listeners probably get a chance to go to those, but if you ever do, there are amazing shows to go to. It's really the world stage of motorcycling and we'd come across a really cool vendor and, and, um, Thought, oh, you know, we we're try- looking to maybe accessorize or offer some accessories. And at one point, we did like the bling kits with the W logo and the tire irons and whatnot. And 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 we've since kind of backed off on the the bling kits. It's mm-hmm. a pretty pretty um, you know, populated market, I guess. Everybody has one. But on the tire irons, we felt like that was more related to the wheel, right? Yeah. And and that's why we still do rim locks. And so we did it, and and it's really funny because I remember you were like, "Man, I love those things," and I think you had posted something on your social media, mm-hmm. and it it there's the power of social media for you. I remember we had people reaching out because you had posted that. We're like, "Man, that's pretty dang cool." So, uh, and even the fact you bring it up again, and for some of your hey, some they of your, really are if, listeners. If you're yeah. not
1: soft like my uh, ad guy Dominic Gayton, who pays to have someone install his tires. You <laughs> yeah. need a set of W tie because they're <laughs> badass. Multifunctional. Well, <laughs>
2: well, hey, we're, we're, what are we, it's weird right down? we're seven weeks out from Christmas. So uh, perfect, perfect stocking Christmas, stuffer. yeah, stocking stuffer. So um, yeah, and, and and two, if someone, you know, um, I mean, I didn't know you were going to talk about that, but hey, mention mention your name or something and we'll see <laughs> if we can kind of help them a little bit or mention Swap Moto Live. Yeah. and um and, and and um we'll we'll see if we can do a little little deal for him so how's that
1: that's perfect so I, yeah. I have an idea pitch to you for your next uh arena to enter i think you should build bicycle wheels
2: man you know what's funny is i know you're a hard a big time into cycling and i, I try and dabble a little bit myself and um you know, some years ago, actually, one of our free, very first freestyle rider hit me up about that. I think you know him pretty well. Remember Ronnie Renner? Oh yeah. And and and, and Ronnie was really into to, to mountain biking with his with his boys, and he had asked me about that. And it's like, oh man, you know. And and actually, my wife's brother is a marketing guy for Felt Bicycles. Uh, which is primarily known in road bikes and triathlon. But I, I remember talking to him about it. And then I've been on the websites looking at different wheels at some of the mountain bike uh, websites and stuff. And dude, you talk about expensive, but, um, but again, it's, it's, we, we, there was a lot of things in the beginning of the company that I thought would be cool to do. And I remember Tom just saying, you know what? I'd go on these little tangents about, we should try this and we should try this. And he said, you know, he called me J A right, and he said, "Jay, I love your passion and everything, but what you need to do is put all that passion in and making the very, very best wheel you possibly can, better than anybody, and that's what you need to focus on." And that was <laughs> that was probably nine and a half years ago, dude. We had yeah. just started a company, and and so we've just kind of, you know, we I guess what we know our place, and we're not going to make any pipes, and and there's already great companies out there that do that, and yeah and graphics and all these different things so we're just going to focus on wheels but and, and and dirt bikes and and stuff like that um but uh yeah so
1: <laughs> hey the man said it you better do it right that's Stay it. focused.
2: that's right yeah <laughs> we definitely uh we still practice a lot of his his teachings if you will right and yeah. uh lessons he taught us so um he, he did a pretty good job for him so we're, we're going to try our best to to follow suit. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Hey, how are the uh how are the wheel sets doing uh the the W branded ones?
2: You know, actually they're doing very well and and you know, that's always a, a a topic that comes up because, you know, people will ask like, "Hey, man, you know, how do you offer something that in uh, you know, that cheap compared to your higher end stuff and it really all comes down to in, 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 in our guys, all of us here. I mean, we do try and ask the customers like, um, Hey, what kind of rider, you know, where do you ride? Do you race? You know, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to go into too much detail, but you kind of get to know people and the dealers and like, Hey, just so we get them the right set, you know, like, are you a big guy? Are you a little guy? Mm -hmm. Are you you an expert or a beginner? Do you just go out with your kids? So that's a wheel set that we kind of came out with because our customers asked for it. Yeah. Um, Something we did a little bit different is we were able to partner with Excel and Excel Japan actually makes us a rim. It's a W rim by Mm -hmm. Excel. So we do our stainless spokes and nipples and then our bearings and then the hub that we, that we're using on that. It is an import hub. It's a hub that, you know, we spent a lot of time with testing that to make sure we felt like it was good. Uh, But again, It's not something that we would prefer a guy racing supercross to ride on, Mm -hmm. um, or even, you know, like your fast pro or expert guys, but a guy that just wants got a new bike or a bike he's fixing up and maybe he doesn't care about having the strongest rim, um, or maybe the lightest hub, right? Mm -hmm. Like with the race teams that we talked about in the beginning that they run, but for a, for an entry level wheel set, still cool color we don't offer all the different color options mm-hmm. you know we do them honda red yamaha blue husky uh, blue ktm orange uh, cowie green we actually don't bring them in for suzuki mm-hmm. uh, some of our talent and kite and Han stuff we do but so yeah it's it's actually um it's it's been a hit uh we've been uh, people seem to like it and again the biggest thing for us is making sure that you know your 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 race guy Mm-hmm. knows that hey, there is better so, stuff I, available
1: even so i would imagine they're uh tougher than stock and and, and especially and especially austrian stock y- well yes
2: and and and, <laughs> and 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 well not to just pick on one brand but i mean
1: three brands you
2: know man. i mean they're 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 yeah right huh there is you know look i mean how do you say this so again, the highest level of racing, I mean, you don't typically see any of those teams factory or factory supported or a B level support running stock hubs. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, um, typically stock hubs are designed to be very, very light. They do that to also help keep the overall weight of the motorcycle down. Same applies to the rim. It might be a DID or an Excel rim, which are the best rims that you can get. Right. Mm-hmm. But it is a, say a lower quality of an alloy it is a lighter weight rim but mm-hmm. anybody that and you probably know a lot of people too that have had stock wheels it the stock rims bend quite quickly mm-hmm. and i know in the higher levels of racing like you know the supercross guys i mean they typically won't even they won't even go near a supercross track yeah, on
1: a stock um, wheel
2: that's right and that again I don't, i'm not i don't want to seem like i'm being critical on on the manufacturers because all of them make amazing motorcycles but you know i don't think they made typically you know the 450 hondas and and the ktms they didn't primarily design that bike for the average consumer to buy it and then go jump on a supercross track mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that's not why they made it so um but when you get to the higher levels of racing uh, different requirements different demands um yeah that's why they they, they don't run the stock stuff
1: mm-hmm. Hey John, uh, touch touch a little bit on this. Um, guys will run different size wheel widths to get different yeah. handling benefits, right? So what, yes, what, what how does a wheel width uh, aside from stock affect the way your bike hooks up? Well, so
2: what's really funny about that is. And I'm not really sure why they still do it because obviously when new bottles come out, right, they're usually two or three years out, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the only one that does it, we like to think probably correctly, if you will, is KTM and Husky. They, on the 250Fs, they come with a 2.15 rear rim width size, right? Mm -hmm. And in the day, the 250 two-strokes came with that size. But back in the day, the 125s, and there's still current 125s out there. They came with a 1.85, and a part of that was because obviously lower displacement, lower, less horsepower, less torque, and whatnot. And you put a tire on there, you got to be able to spin the wheel, right? Mm-hmm. So the 185 was always something that okay, it's it's a 125. It's again lower horsepower, whatnot. They need a narrower rim. Well. For some reason don't really know why i don't have an answer and i'm not going to bs you but honda and yamaha Cowie, uh suzuki they still have a 185 on their current 250fs mm-hmm. it's the weirdest thing i i, I don't know why because 99.8 i know it's weird number of people that buy wheels when they buy a wheel set for a 250f they right away go to a 2.15 mm-hmm. um because the 250s got obviously more torque and horsepower than 125 does right yeah so why why the manufacturers still do that and again the only ones that we like to think obviously do it well we feel the correct way Mm -hmm. is husky and 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 ktm they have a 2.15 on the rear yeah um and then all the modern era 450s all have a 2.15 as well when you start talking about and i don't want to get into like I don't want to overstep my boundary here, but, but like when you start talking, you need to talk to a tire guy about that. But you know, the the difference between like a one ten or a one twenty, right? Remember the mm-hmm. story you always hear the the the, the higher horsepower two fifties, right? The, the Geico bikes, the mm-hmm. Star bikes, the PC bikes. For certain tracks, they would run a one twenty on the rear. Yeah, but not everybody does that. Mm-hmm. Not everyone does it because they don't make that kind of horsepower um but the 450s they always run a 215 and if you remember way back in the day some tracks they would do a 2.50 on the back but Mm -hmm. that was on a hard pack yeah because they were trying to get more traction on the the harder pack stuff um so um yeah so um but the 215s that's pretty much a go-to on for everybody on um on the on um, the two fifties, yeah, and and the four fifties, yeah. of
1: course. You know, it's strange. Yeah. is like uh, some of the 250 F still come with one hundred tires. Yeah, um, like the Yamaha I, does. Of all things, that thing comes stock with a one hundred and twenty.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we we have people sometimes it'll come by or whatever. They'll call us about tires, and you know, it's something they'll they'll read about or see. Um, hold on one second. They'll 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 go. Oh, well, I see their pro circuits running a 120 um, on the back of their bike.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But um, but it's like no, no. You 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 know you just have a stock 250F <laughs> with a pipe and an ignition. You you don't you don't need a you don't need a 120. Yeah. You know, it's like maybe. And if you don't, you know, it's like you still want that. Well, you know, they can go buy whatever they want, right? But you, uh, that's that's probably not a good idea.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Not a good idea. It's a little too much tire, too much uh too much rubber, I guess, to you because know, you still gotta get the wheel spinning, right? So mm-hmm. um yeah.
1: Hey, if someone has an old Honda, can yeah. they still get a twenty three inch front wheel from you?
2: Um we don't have any, but remember <laughs> back in the day, way back in the day with LaRocco, the twenty inch
1: the front wheel, yeah.
2: You know what's I crazy like that. about that? is um we still have we actually have some of the 20 inch rims we do wow. um yeah and uh, that was i think the first guy in america that ever ran those were LaRocco ran them remember i mm-hmm. that was back in the, the factory connection jack in the box days Yeah. um but we actually do have some 20 inch the problem you run into that is you can't find a tire yeah, for it no tires yeah, so you know, like if, if if Swap Moto Live said, "Hey, we want to do a test on the old, We want to bring back to twenty-inch trim." If you ever wanted to do that,
1: you could I would build, do it with you. We just could find, find a, tire. a tire. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, who knows the power of eBay and, and all that stuff, or Amazon, I guess, or whatever the one nowadays. You could probably find one, but but um, yeah, I think it's pretty difficult right now, right? John,
1: so. I have in my garage. I have a Honda accessory twenty-inch front wheel. Is that right? With, with a Dunlop tire on. I think it's a 490. A full, uh, or, No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> How funny. <laughs> that was goofy.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Very cool. Well,
1: hey, John, Um, I don't want to hold you all day. I know you still got to work and do your job and have yep. a company to run, but uh, I appreciate the time, and uh, yep. I certainly hope that your race goes off fantastically well this weekend. Um, and as always, it's always a great time catching up with you.
2: Yeah, you as well, and thanks for having me on. Let me talk about it, and and thanks for everything, man. Um, you know, I know you've transitioned a bit over over the, the last year or two, and with Swap Mode Live. And I was a, always been a fan of yours, and in Trans World, and, and even prior to that, you and your guys are over there doing a good job, and I I, I really do enjoy the website, and a lot of your podcasts, and your Monday wrap ups and stuff. So. Thanks a lot for having me on. Let me talk about some vet racing and W and all that and, and appreciate your friendship, dude. I really do. So thank you.
1: All right. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the swap moto podcast presented by our friends at fly racing. We will talk to you next time.
0: We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the fly racing formula helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet.